Okay. Andrew, hello. Welcome once again to TGS Talks. Hi, Peter. Thank you. Yes. Andrew, you're filming yourself and you're looking as debonair as ever in 2024. Are there any opening messages that you'd like to send to the network? Yes, uh, just that you're, you're too polite, uh, too kind. And <laughs> if anyone does see this video, they'll be proved that you were <laughs> overdoing it. <laughs> I wouldn't say. Anyway, yes, uh, opening messages. I think the opening message is it's very exciting to be part of TGS in 2024. Mm. Uh, we, uh, I think it's, uh, we... There's a lot coming. There's in. a lot coming. And there was one quote that I really loved that I will steal from Shakespeare, but Please. someone else used it. Uh, What's past is prologue. Oh. Right? That's deep. Oh, That's deep for the great. first week in January. So I can't remember what it's from. Was that the Tempest? No. Well, anyway, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But it, what was the prologue? So it's the two conspirators are plotting and they're convincing themselves that it's inevitable that they have to murder whoever it is. I'll being be my best then. It's got to be my well, could, could, could be. <laughs> uh, so that's so what's past this prologue. But obviously in TGS, we don't murder, you know. No, we the, just murder Shakespeare. Yeah, exactly. We murder Shakespeare. But that's it. But basically everything we've done for the last 10 years and last year in particular, it's leading up to this moment of right, okay. excitement right. and success. Well, look, I can see you're looking well. Yes, thank you. Uh, relaxed after your, your break, your cup season's festivities, and yep. you're clutching a cup of tea. You're also sitting in front of the UN Global Compact Board yes. on which TGS figures. And over your right shoulder, as I'm looking at it, is quality education. Ah, yes. Yes, you're, yep. le you're left. And quality education and TGS... Okay, synonymous, talk to me about what's going to happen with regards to TGS and education. That's, that's really actually well put. I'd almost forgotten that that is part of it, isn't it? We have the, one of the huge driving uh, features of TGS is our TGSU, mm. which is, it's, it's kind of a catchy title, but U is a sense as it's for you. But TGS U University, mm. it's not a university, there's no qualifications that you get from it. But we have all the training, uh, a professional services firm, Audit yep. Accounting, Tax and Legal, need to thrive. Mm. So yeah. that's where we're, we're into uh, training. Okay, so TGSU provides the opportunity for members in the network to get together and exchange, share and learn. We're agreed on that. Yes. But as you quite rightly pointed out to me earlier on, KPIs are things that are useful to measure how indeed we are advancing. So yeah. KPIs and TGSU. Thank you. That's another quote which gets bandied about quite a lot. And I think it's probably, you know, business school 101, isn't it? Uh, say what gets measured gets done. And it's a pretty good quote because yeah. if you're getting measured, you're going to be active in that sort of area. Yeah, yeah. So the presentations that the TGS team gave in Miami were based pretty much around their KPIs. So they say, with this in this area that I'm working on, this is what I'll be working on. So we've been setting up KPIs for all the kind of success, success elements that we would like to have in TGS. And it's been big thanks uh, to Kaylin, partly, in Canada. Because I was asking him, uh, we're talking with him about developing a dashboard yeah. so that the team and the members can see exactly what's happening in the network. Like, you know, how many new members are coming in, uh, how many referrals have been made, what yeah. kind of referrals they are. And there's no reason at all in 2024 that that can't be completely automated yeah. and in real time. Yeah. Uh, and even things like, you know, how many people are participating in our TGSU 
courses, yep. how many new clients of people want, all these kind of things can be really interesting. And if we're measuring it, we're going to do more of it. Yeah. And if it's interesting, it's useful. Yeah, absolutely. And useful for members in terms of client growth, uh, the firm's individual growth and their return on their investment. So we're looking at ways in which TGSU can contribute to the development of members and their firms. Yeah. Okay. So what's coming up? Well, uh, this, looking forward to 2024, this is the moment when we push out all the TGSU courses and webinars which are coming up. Because as people get back after the uh, holiday season, Mm -hmm. calendars are filling up and it's a really good time to diary slot in anything you find interesting in TGSU. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to give people the maximum uh, exposure to the things that we've got coming so that they can sign up to what's interesting for them. Okay. So when I walk into the studio, every time there's a huge whiteboard covered in virtually illegible stuff, which is only uh, um, decipherable by you and your close team. It shows one thing, even if I can't read it, it shows that you're very busy. Yes. So by being busy, and the rest of the network team, um, network members are, are, are just as busy in their own particular area, it's terribly important to plan these things well in advance, mm. as you pointed out. And you've grouped some of these things into different areas, which may appeal to different members of different firms. Yeah. Okay. So professional core competencies. What's that all about? Well, these are your uh, the professions, if you're um, a tax expert or an auditor, um, you uh, need a level of expertise in your profession, and we are here to help with that. For example, that, that's, a, that's a good point. The f- first thing we're going to be focusing on is the new ISQCM1 uh, quality review form. So if there are changes, it used to the, be the ISQC uh, form, and that's been updated. So uh, Nizar and Sylvia are going to be talking about that and helping people uh, implement that. Excellent, excellent. And then there's the cold file reviews coming up. Mastering cold file reviews for firm excellence. Yeah, again, that's uh, Nizar and Sylvia and the quality team. This is obviously something which is, uh, you know, quality checks, this sort of thing. It, you, all these things that you, you may do, if you can improve uh, the process of the way you do things, mm-hmm. the more efficient you're going to get and the, the faster, better, that sort of thing. It's really, uh, you know, kind of uh, Fordism and Taylorism, isn't it? And it's, we were talking about <laughs> that. different that, interpretations of the positives and negatives of others. Yes, yes, yes. But in, in the sense of we were talking about it the other day, that on my board of hieroglyphics, the yeah. mess, yeah. that often we can have a process which has evolved yeah. over time and could need a bit of refinement and really, you know, picking it apart to put it back better yeah. so that it's more efficient. And that's the kind of thing that we're that working well, on. Well, an interesting point that you made, because one of the professional core competencies dates to remember is, he said, forgetting, I think it's the 8th of February. Is it the 8th of February? Yes, it is the 8th of February. AI and ethics were having a wow. special podcast mm. from a specialist, Dr. Eve Poole, OBE, on her book, Robot Souls. And that's all about the ethics of artificial intelligence auditing algorithms and the implications for audit accounting and advisory service Mm. firms. So it's current, Mm. it's expert, and it's for the members of the network. Yeah, I'm very, very looking forward to that one. 
Um, I read the book over the holiday period and it was fascinating. What a great view of AI. Mm. I think it's really that sense, and you, you pick it up well in the introduction there, that in fact there are legal implications. So our professions have to know yeah. uh, how this is going to affect uh, businesses and the people who make AI and the people who use it. And in auditing these algorithms as well, there are many questions there. Definitely. And I think Eve's yeah. take on it, Dr. Eve's take on it, is really clear. I don't know the wealth of information that she had about AI. It's way beyond just thinking about chat GPT. Yeah, yeah. It's the whole philosophy of it and what's coming next and how, how we how we do it. So it becomes just as much an opportunity as a threat. And if people are looking to streamline the service that they offer and they're not prepared to take into consideration the direct implications of artificial intelligence, they're going to be left behind. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Business collaboration and communication is the next area where you're proposing TGSU has, uh, uh, has, a, has an input. Now, there's a variety of things. I see down here, International Business Coordinator Meets. Now, what's a business coordination meet? Yes, this, again, this, I think these, maybe it's because I've been so involved in creating the program for TGSU that I think everything's quite exciting. <laughs> but, but this is... Very exciting in the sense that every member firm in the network has an international business coordinator. Yeah. And that's the person who is uh, responsible in each firm for um, uh, inputting the referral business into our system so that we can track it. But so much more as well. Their responsibility is sort of for helping their firm understand how the network works mm -hmm. and what's happening in the network. So that, for example, in a, in a use case, you might have uh, an international business coordinator who uh, has a look at everything which is in our TGSU program and gives the relevant uh, courses to the different people in the firm. Yep. That's that kind of thing. So they're really a they're super important yeah. person. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's a linchpin between the regional structure yeah. and the local application. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we have uh, our, uh, we have two of those programs, mm. February the 6th and March the 15th. But those details will be on the um, on the hub, presumably. You, yeah, absolutely. You can always find these uh, informations on the MyTGS hub, which members of the network have access to. Mm -hmm. That's our intranet. And there will always also be information on the website, the TGS website, yeah. on the news page, because a lot of these TGS courses are available for general public. Sometimes there's a small fee to participate or they're free. Um, but that's it. It's, and these uh, IB, International Business Coordinator, IBC sessions, I'll be working with Sophie, Sophie Cartelier, our, our um, uh, team member in Paris, yes, yeah. who runs that. And we really will be taking the best behaviors and practices from the best of the best business coordinators so you'll be able to learn from people who are doing it really really well yeah yeah, yeah. another area of uh, collaboration communication is the long-standing interest groups mm. now we have three of these lined up legal tax and the future of accounting interest groups over the next three months um, the next one is actually next week mm. actually, is on, on, on Monday with Melissa in Spain, um, so that's focusing on the legal interest group. So those, again, they will be updated, information will be updated, but those sessions are there for people to sign up to already. Yes, absolutely. All the TGSU um, events between now and the regional conferences in May, you can sign up. Uh, they're on the private access, they're on the hub, they're accessible through the website. Okay. 
Um, another area in business collaboration and communication is effective client listening. Now, this is new to me. Tell me about it. Blind spots as senior leaders need to make informed strategic decisions. Ah, oh, it sounds great, doesn't it? It's exactly this kind of thing. This is very, very interesting. And this is part of the, this is new for 2024. Yeah. Uh, the podcast recording with uh, Dr. Eve about AI's new and ethics. Yeah. Uh, and this podcasting with Paul Roberts. Roberts, thank you. I was going to say Davis, but I must be thinking about someone else. Uh, client listening. So he is a, he is a, a CEO of a company called um, My, Custom, My Lens. Customer Lens. Thanks, Peter. And uh, he's, they, they use artificial intelligence and they take data from a firm, mm -hmm. recordings of meetings, notes from uh, interviews, wow. surveys, and they, they use a sort of fuzzy... Uh, logic, I think they call it, to distribute all the information in AI and it feeds back to you what your clients are thinking about you. Now that's it's very different than thinking, if you ask people, what do you think about our firm? They'll probably say something positive or misleading even because they're not yeah, really yeah. sure. But this way you get what they're actually looking for so that you can orient your marketing and your meetings and your service lines yeah. to what your clients actually want rather than what you think they want or what they say they want. Does that make sense? Yeah, it absolutely does. It also sounds spooky at the same time. Yeah, but it's, it's amazing. And they, they, uh, Paul explains it very, very well. And they've had enormous success. They started off working with legal firms mm -hmm. uh, because legal firms, well, I mean, professional service firms are always interested to know what services uh, their clients want. And just uh, very successful. And it's one of these things which it's because the technology is there that it's a very uh, easy win advantage if you take it if you take that on board mm -hmm. rather than just imagining what you should be doing yeah, yeah. you can have some very good quantitative uh, input yeah. about what you should be talking about okay well that's one not to miss either yeah. and that's on january the 21st at 2 p.m CET. yeah great end of january so uh, again details on the on the on the website okay regional development groups now this is a standard this is a classic this is a, a, a baby of your own Andrew Menzies, TGS Vice President, no less, yes. is going to be conducting, as per, the regional development groups all across the world. Any words you want to say on that? Yes, yes, yes. I want to say that it is new as well, he says, pointing, for 2024, because the structure has changed of TGS. Uh -huh. And the old uh, Andrew's regional development groups, uh, it, this, is a, this is a handover, because now each region has a leader right. from that region itself. And in these sessions, I'll just be giving some feedback about what's happening in these regions, right? Uh, but not necessarily, uh, not necessarily driving it. We may even have the regional leader with us, right? It's not essential, but it's just right. you know giving a, a feedback about what they're doing, how they're generating uh, new business, how they're working together to yeah. catch new clients, what services they're offering and how they're developing and where they're looking for new partners and members. And again, it shows the members of the network who are in these positions as regional directors, what's going on elsewhere in the world and what they might be doing likewise. 100%, I mean, just an overview. You feels uh, almost too obvious to say, but different parts of the world have a very different perspective mm -hmm. on uh, what a network should be and do and have. But there's a lot of lessons you can take from the successes of uh, some regions. And a big example of the moment, probably 
just because I've spoken to them most recently, is uh, the way that Asia Pacific are developing their network is similar but very different to the way Africa is viewing their development. And I can see there are elements that uh, are very quickly transferable. Uh, and I think uh, Mikhail in Asia Pacific has been very successful in arranging uh, webinars with all Asia Pacific mem members to just to talk about what they do. Yeah. But what they do really well, because yeah. whereas everyone will say, yeah, we do uh, audit, tax, legal, you know, a catch-all sort of thing. They don't really, they're not really specialists in that. Mm -hmm. But this gives the members an opportunity to talk about what they're really good at, yeah. which is inspirational for the other members, but also uh, useful for if your clients are listening, they think, oh, that's what I need. Yeah. If you're too vague sometimes or yeah. too catch-all, you won't get anything. Yeah, yeah. Really. So it's not just what's going on, it's how they go about doing uh, yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so there's a whole suite of dates uh, from January through to April. Details on the website, there's too many here to list. Um, the next category that you have lined up mm. in TGSU is economic, social and governance. Now, the first thing here is the activator power hours. Ooh. That sounds, if I may, Coin your phrase, very exciting. Yes, it does, doesn't it? So what's it? it all about? Well, it's supposed to be exciting. And it is, it's the, this, we, I don't know. I think if you, uh, if you're turning up to work in January, uh, not thinking what you're doing is exciting. There's, there's something wrong yeah, with yeah. what you're doing. But ESG, so for, we've been, uh, a think global sustainability. We've nailed our uh, purpose to the mast of, yeah. ESG at the beginning of the network 10 years ago, when it was just a sort of phrase and no one was really that interested in it. And now you have to uh, be in it to, it's a, well, what does Niels in the Holland call it? It's a, it's a license to operate. Mm -hmm. So this, the activator power hours is that, you know, the last podcast, we talked a lot about ESG Activator. Yep. And I think a lot of the members are probably a little sick about hearing about the ESG Activator, the Diagnostic and Advisory Toolkit. But the reason we're going on about it so strong is that we've put a lot of energy and resources into creating what is pretty much the best diagnostic uh, you can have yeah. for a professional services firm to bolt on to their existing services, whatever they are to offer, would you like an ESG health check? Okay, but what do you say to the person or the team who has been spending time in their own corner or mm. with other members of their team, other members in the region even, developing their own thing, uh, and you come along and say, ESG diagnostic and advisory services, this is the be all and end all, what's in it for them? That's a, that's a very good question. And an exciting question, but it's also, they, they are not, uh, they are not competing. Yeah. They are complementary, yep. always. I mean, our diagnostic is a, a world overview of all standards and regulations. Mm -hmm. So, and so every firm is going to say, well, you know, do you have, uh, you know, are you doing your carbon footprinting? But it's not a carbon footprinting service we have. Mm -hmm. It's just a check to make sure you've done it. So, yeah, if yeah. you have that tool in place, it's a way of alerting your client that they will need your things. So yeah. it's, it's that sense of advisory. Right. It's, again, it's listening to your clients, but uh, asking the right questions so you get the right um, you know, alerts to new services. And it's listening, I think, for those clients who are 
aware mm. of the need, but there will be those clients who aren't even aware of the need. Yeah. Yeah. And they won't be aware of how to fulfill the need. Yeah. So it's uh, unknown unknowns. Yeah, you're quite right. And it was a very interesting story. We probably talked about it in the last podcast, but it hit me so hard that it, we were in New York in March. We yeah. didn't talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Don't talk to us about ESG. We're not interested. And just a month ago, there was a webinar with uh, Accounting Today, uh, Daniel Hood, saying uh-huh. oh, it's very important, ESG. But it's client-driven yeah. Because like big firms, small firms want to show that they are concerned. Mm-hmm. And there's no better way of doing it than saying, well, we, we're looking at this. We're looking at our business mm-hmm. to see how we can be more uh, environmentally friendly, more sustainable, more responsible, have better governance, mm-hmm. all those things. It's... And where the client may not necessarily be. Because yeah. some will be further down the road than others. Yeah. Um, and we've got plenty of examples of those in the network. Mm. Okay, so... New for 2024, it is the TGS Book Club. Again, it's just all new. It's is all gifts exciting? and presents. Is it, it, this is also exciting. I'm sorry. That it is, but it is. Well, this was the thing that we get recommended so many books. Yeah. Uh, you know you, you know what it's like. Oh, have you read? You know, and there's big books which come out. and there's, So we decided that in uh, the May conference in Marrakesh, we're going to have a bring and exchange moment where your favorite book of the last year or decade or whatever, bring it with you mm-hmm. and then exchange it with someone else in the network ah, that you I think might idea. want to read it. Yeah, yeah. And then he, that's going to spark a conversation. Oh, why do you like that book? Oh, well, you know, so maybe you're going to get lots of little 1% nuggets of information mm-hmm. that are going to help. You might not read the books, but maybe you'll read one of them or you've read it and you'll find something as a comment. So that's the thing. So to sort of promote that and also to force myself to read the books I would like to read, mm-hmm. we're arranging a sort of like every fortnight, I think it is, just a half hour little session to go over a chapter of a book. So we're going to read one book before uh, yeah. Marrakesh. I think you're aiming for most Thursdays. That sounds good. I think with perhaps an emphasis on the most, but okay. certainly as many Thursdays as possible. That's a good phrasing, good phrasing of yeah, it, yeah. because they're holidays and they're days yeah. that don't work. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So the first book is How to Build a Sustainable Economy by Dieter Helm. Yes. And, you know, looking through the chapter headings, there is so much which is so specific to the service firms in the network. It's, it's just, if you're, I don't want to talk in negative terms, but... We think global sustainability. This book is about thinking global sustainability yeah. in a brutally honest sort of uh, and, and very detailed, but also accessible way. Yeah. So that really, what are the decisions we should be making for a sustainable economy? And auditors, accountants, tax advisors are the key element of that because their interface with businesses who are in the economy, we're all part of the economy, obviously. So that, I'm, going to look for, I'm looking forward to seeing the conversations which come out of that. And maybe it's going to change the way we work in TGS. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll be able to get Professor uh, Dieter Helm to come um, to Marrakesh to speak with us. Uh, no, that would be exciting. That would be also exciting. Yeah. He's quite a lively sort of chap. I don't know right. if you've heard him speak before, but he's, uh, he's uh, switched on with sustainability. Right. So I think, Andrew, that more or less covers up, covers, covers the, uh, the uh, list of events to yes. come in TGS for the next 
three months only because there's a lot more to come yeah. thereafter. Um, any final words? Yes. Uh, the final words is please sign up to the courses in TGSU. Come along, read the books, um, get involved. The more you're active in the network, the more you will get out of it. This is one of the key things. The International Business Coordinator is there as your key to helping you be more active in the network so that you get more out. Don't sit back and wait for your network to work for you. Uh, get in there and make it work. Excellent. Andrew, thank you very much once again for your time and your energy. Thank you, Peter. And thank you very much for uh, coming to speak to us. Your, this vision, the, the kind of uh, idea behind these TGS Talks podcasts was not that uh, we were going to have a huge audience. In fact, I'm not sure many people listen to it, but I'm okay. I'm okay with that idea of failure because perhaps it will be successful. But what it does do is it focuses my thinking uh, and the teams because if we can't explain what we're doing to you, mm. how on earth can we explain it to a potential member or a potential client? Yeah. Where sometimes we're too focused in our day-to-day -day work that you've got to stand back and try and share that information with somebody. A network is all about communication and professional services is all about communication with clients. So we've got to show that we are, uh, even if we're not very good at it, we are, have a willingness to be better. So this is uh, an experiment. And I thank you for keeping us on track. Not at all. My pleasure. Andrew, thank you very much. Bye-bye for now.